I'm very proud of what we're doing. I'm not boastful about it. Uh, we're a humble group. We work really hard. I like to say we're just mid-level talent, um, but we're getting really good talent. And, um, and you know, just doing things like this, I, I can tell you, you probably have to ask my peers, but the University of Wyoming is on a national map. Welcome back to the Wild Sports Podcast. I am your host, David Graff. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Robert Munoz. It's another great episode this week, folks. Took us a little longer than we normally would have liked to get it up, but that's okay. We've got University of Wyoming head men's golf coach, Joe Jensen, on the pod. He joined us from California last week to talk about the Wyoming men's golf team the COVID situation, and there are a few questions sprinkled in there just about golf in general and what it takes to become good at it because neither Robert nor myself are very good at it. We need all the tips that we can get. So really excited for that interview. We are also going to talk about the Mountain West Conference has made a decision regarding the schedule. There are eight conference games and two non-conference games. That lines up perfectly for Wyoming since some other big news around the country, we've been talking about how the Pac-12 went to a no non-conference slate and the Big Sky Conference canceled their fall football season altogether. So Weber State will no longer be the opener. Their football season in the Big Sky Conference has moved to the spring, actually. So if you really enjoy spring football, especially in places like Missoula, Montana, Bozeman, Montana, Moscow, Idaho, well, they play in a dome, so I guess it doesn't really affect them. But Cheney, Washington in March, no, I don't want to I don't want to be outside let alone playing football. So congratulations to them on uh, what can only prove to be an unpleasant spring for football players. We're also going to talk about some high school sports in the state of Wyoming. Robert's got a ton to run down for us heading into this season. He's excited to be covering them for Wyo Sports. So at the end of the podcast, I'm just going to let Robert run and he will tell us what to look forward to this season. But first, Robert, how's it going? Good morning, David. Good morning. Early morning. Appreciate you getting some time on your traveling to record the podcast here. It is a very early morning. As you might be able to tell in my voice, I apologize. It is before 7 a.m. Mountain Time, and I'm about to hit the road here in a lot less time than I wish I had between the road and time that I could just be sitting in my hotel. So, you sound a little sick. You, you all right there? Uh, I I am. I am a little bit of congestion, a little allergies. Nothing, nothing that 
has held me back before. So, Robert, what was your first impression when you when you heard about the ten game schedule? I mean, it lines up perfectly for Wyoming. They only have ten games left on their schedule. I don't know. My first impression was what we expected. You know, that was kind of the rumbling. That was kind of the grumbling we were hearing. So it wasn't surprising for the most part. Um, just interested to see how these games fall into place. At least we still get – I mean, hopefully we still get to play Colorado State. What's going on down there? I mean, Jesus, what a, what a mess. Yeah, what is going on down there? You break that down. Well, I'm still trying to figure out what's going on down there myself. Are, are the administration, are the coaches, is the administration hiding tests, positive tests? Are the players lying? Who's lying? Who's coming out and spilling gossip, making up facts? I mean, it's just, it's just nonsense down there. They definitely do not have their house in order in Fort Collins. A lot, of t- lot of tweets, a lot of tweets. And when there are a bunch of tweets on different sides, that usually doesn't bode well. Especially That's not good. Especially Colorado State brought in a new coach, Steve Adazio. Adazio. Not Austin holding it College, down. Who's supposed not holding to be, it down. He's supposed to be very, very runs a tight ship. So kind of interesting before they've even – Made it to a fall camp, the ship might have uh, capsized. And looks like Wyoming will win fifth game in the row versus the Rams. Let's not count our chickens before they roost. But yeah, I, it's looking good. It's looking good. It's looking good whether you have Levi Williams or Sean Chambers behind center at QB. And as long as Xavier Valaday is back there to run for two, 250 yards. Absolutely. And along with football, I mean, all fall sports pushed back September 26th now. We knew it was going to happen. Also, fall camp or fall, – yeah, fall camp for football was supposed to start today. Now it's slated for Tuesday, so hopefully that remains solid and that doesn't get pushed back as well. But, yeah, I mean, I'm going to be looking at all fall sports starting late. I don't know how that's going to work. Hopefully it works in favor, gives them a little more time to figure everything out. More time is always a good thing. And, of course, I've been saying it all summer. I'm hoping, praying, wishing, doing whatever it takes to watch football this fall, there's nothing quite like football, so it would be a real devastating blow to my psyche to not have it. But we shall see. We kind of ran down the whole schedule with Michael Katz, but in case you need a refresher, this leaves on the non-conference slate for Wyoming. They have at Louisiana and at Ball State left. So, two games potentially on the road, which is not necessarily what you want to see or hear given all these COVID times, like traveling and 
you just don't want to be traveling right now. I say that as I'm traveling here. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know if that's good or bad. I think that it all just comes down to the conference season anyways this year, and the only thing that matters will be your conference record. Yeah, let's hope that stands right there because I'm pretty confident in Wyoming's ability to maintain a strong conference record there. Because Boise and San Diego State both come into the war this this winter, this fall. Yeah, other big news around the conference is that San Diego State is apparently keeping BYU on their schedule. I don't know why that would be big news, but it was headline news at a few places, and a few people were making a big do, big to do about nothing. So, if you mm-hmm. care about that, BYU yeah. Navy open up the season Labor Day. BYU, dude, they're just going <laughs> to do their own thing. I guess they're going to play no matter what. They're going to no matter what in Canada if they have to. They're going to play in New Zealand if they need to. Just send the whole football team on a mission to New Zealand. Play some rugby. Exactly. Change the sport. Doesn't matter. Their their athletes need the reps. Am I right? Never wrong, Mr. Graff. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get to Joe, I just want to ask you one question. How confident are you that we're going to have a football season this year? I'm losing confidence by the day. Yep. I'm the same. Gradually, just conference is spiraling out, watching it just go down the drain. Every time I wash my hands, it's like the confidence is just going down the drain. I don't know, man. Um, I'm saying 50-50 now. And I'm saying about two weeks ago, I was like 75-25. So those are the numbers for you. That's that's more confident than Brett McMurphy, who I was listening to on a radio interview yesterday, said he was 75 to 80 percent confident that there wouldn't be a college football season. So definitely what I didn't want to hear and definitely not probably what these what our listeners wanted to hear. I hate to bum you out. I hate to bum you out. So let's just stay positive. Let's just roll right here. Positive roll. vibes. All it is for now, man. Tap, tap, tap a our way into the interview with University of Wyoming head men's golf coach Joe Jensen. It is an absolute privilege and an honor to be joined now by the University of Wyoming men's head golf coach Joe Jensen. Joe, how's it going today? It's doing, I'm doing, I'm doing just great, guys. Thanks for having me on. Well, we're really excited to talk to you. Not a lot of people get to talk to the head golf coach at your alma mater. We understand that you're helping run a tournament in California right now. What does that entail for you? Well, uh, in short, I'm at, uh, in Napa at Silverado Golf Resort. Um, we're here about four weeks from the Safeway Open, which is a tour event. So it's just a special, special place to be here. 
Um, got a full field. Long story short, years ago, uh, the CU coach and I kind of partnered on a, we run about, and we're up to seven events throughout the country now where we do these side events for top amateur players, mostly college players, but other top amateur players. And we, True Golf, the company True Golf, which I do all my college events with, we're partnered with them. So we have a series of seven, and uh, we are in Napa Valley at Silverado. So we, uh, today is day one. I practiced around yesterday, and we've got a really good field. And uh, so we're excited, excited about the event, for sure. Well, I got to ask, what made you want to partner with the CU CSU golf coach? No, not CSU. No way. <laughs> the CU, at least. Um, yeah, I still don't like those guys either. But uh, the CU coach and I have been friends. And in golf, you know, we're tongue-in-cheek. You know, we're kind of a very palatable group, and we all – we all get along. We're all a bunch of good guys, but we're still very competitive for sure. But he's a good friend and a good guy, and we've been doing this about six, almost six years, I think. And, uh, you know, I let him ride my coattail a little bit, so <laughs> all is good. <laughs> Just joking with you. Right, well, a lot of our listeners might not know, but where does University of Wyoming golf fit into the, the college golf landscape? you think ah uh, now i'm i'm very proud uh very proud uh we're we're sneaky good um just i i like and i like what we're doing uh we're for sure one of the top academic schools we're ranked in the upper third in our conference and we're ranked in the upper third of the national the national landscape so that's an easy answer we are so competitive we're, we're right on the fringe. We're not quite considered to be a national, regional team year in and year out, but we're sitting on the edge looking over. And every year we win tournaments and we have individual winners. Um, we obviously host what I feel like are um, two very important and two of the best college tournaments in the country. Um, so I... I, you know, again, I'm being very selfish, and I like I like our space guys, but we're sneaky good. Um, we have winning records against probably more than half of the Pac-12 schools from last year, and you know, Tim Harkins is the best guy for us. And we always, you know, we always feel humble about how competitive we are and the things we do and the teams we beat. And you know, for example, we probably beat last fall in Maui, which is a top tournament. I think there was. 15 top 20 schools at this event um you know we we probably beat four or five or six of them had a top 10 in kirby kokirkham the last tournament we actually played i had a young sophomore uh win the win our home tournament the desert and collegiate so i'm very proud of what we're doing i'm not boastful about it uh we're a humble group we work really hard i like to say we're just mid-level talent um but we're getting really good talent. And, um, and you know, just doing things like this, I, I can tell you, you probably have to ask my peers, but the University of Wyoming is on a national map, and I'm very proud of that. We send every year, and I just got my invite to play in what's called the Collegiate Showcase, and this would be our 
the upcoming will be our third year. We're playing the Genesis Open. And what that is, that's a Monday qualifier. They invite 12 programs, and one, the low kid, gets to play in the Genesis Open at Riviera. And we just got the invite again for next year. So I'm proud of what we're doing. I obviously am very, very grateful and thankful for the support of our states and administration and what we're doing. But, you know, we have to do things outside the box. Obviously, we have to travel a little bit and we've got to chase green grass and we kind of have to do things differently. And I have a little different kind of kid, a kid that has to understand our weather issues and kind of how we do things. So as we get better each year doing that and finding better fits and kids are a little bit better, you know, it's not uncommon for me to recruit a kid that's played hockey, basketball, baseball, and, you know, kind of a raw multi-sport kid um, that kind of gets to college and grows and grows into a player. I obviously have a good number of Wyoming kids and obviously Wyoming kids, which I like what I'm doing is no disrespect to anything that maybe years and years ago kid didn't a top Wyoming kid necessarily didn't want to come to the University of Wyoming well for sure now they're taking a really good look at this I'm never gonna overcome our weather issues but you know with our facilities and the way we do things and just you know just our incredible attention to detail in general at the University of Wyoming I will tell you guys a big, big, big deal for us when we built the, the half C, the High Altitude Performance Center. That, that's, you know, golfers are multi-sport guys, and we love to be around football athletes and wrestlers and track and soccer. I mean, so we truly have a training center at the University of Wyoming, and, and that's just part of golf. That's just part of being an athlete. So that was a big jump indirectly for golf when – that facility was built because now we're training in the same building, we're eating, uh, we're, we're have study hours, we're migrating, we're you know we're moving around, we're getting to know other coaches and other players. That's you know this game of golf here. I think that's that is something that we're proud of, and that's the kind of kids that are in our program. That's how I coach them. That's how I push them. And I think you know the positive part of what's happening through this pandemic is. I think through the PGA Tour on down, and you know, I'm in Napa right now, running a full field which had a wait list. Um, you can do, you can still compete in golf and do it safely. I know you touched on the Wyoming kids in your program, and I know there are a lot of them. So I just want to ask, what does it mean to you to keep these kids here in Wyoming playing golf? Oh man, it is the best. It is, you know, I'm a lander. I'm a Lander Tiger, right? I'm a Lander Wyoming guy. and You know, I have young children myself, and I always talk to Lacey, and you never realize how thankful you are for your life until you step away from it. And then obviously for me to have young children and figure out how I want to raise my children. I grew up in Lander, loving the University of Wyoming. I remember coming to basketball camps, Jim Brandenburg. You know, Mike Jackson was my guy. I was in camps. Um, I was a good shooter. My issue in basketball was I could never get shot off. And then we laugh about it. And, you know, it's, it's, it means everything, you know, and I've, I'm good friends with coach bowl. I know coach bowl loves the university of Wyoming. I know how much he loves 
University of Wyoming in football, and it's contagious. So for me, being a Wyoming guy, in the old days, Joe Ligurski was my neighbor, and he obviously has retired and since moved on, but still a great friend, and he was a Wyoming guy, you know? And, and Gerald, I remember guys, Gerald Battenson was a, was a high school coach in Rock Springs when I played high school basketball in Lander, you know, it means everything. And then you take, so if you're a Wyoming kid, and first, and I, I'm very, very grateful to be a coach. So that is very unique to, to uh, be at your, you know, your state and your alma mater. Then you have Wyoming kids. So a couple of weeks ago, I played an event in Sheridan. So I have a good young player, Kirby Kirkham. And I'm in Sheridan at an event, and I took a donor from Texas, and we played well. And, but everyone, they don't, they just want to talk about Kirby. I mean, there may have been 160 dudes playing in this event, and I was recognized as being Kirby's coach. And they take such pride, such pride in Kirby being from Sheridan. He's obviously done well, guys. He's played well on the national level. He's a 4.0. He's someone to be very proud of. I think, and I think about all the Wyoming kids and all the, the Wyoming players and even from other sports. I mean, I just, you know, the McGuffey's and from Wheatland. And then I saw Mark Hamrick, the Hamrick boys who wrestled. I mean, I go on and on and on. It means so much. I would argue more than any, any state to be a Wyoming kid and to wear that logo. I always talk to my players. You know, when we travel, I, and I would argue this, I would challenge any school. You know, you could be from USC and be in an airport and have a USC shirt and uh, no one says anything. But we're in an airport, and we have University of Wyoming or the Wyoming logo on our chest. Because we all know we take a double take. We can be anywhere in the world, and someone says, wait a sec, where are you from? Who do you know? You know, if you're a Wyoming person. So it's, it's just that special, special state we have, that special feeling. Um, you know, I think we're all very fortunate. Tom Berman, who's our leader, again, a Wyoming guy, uh, does an incredible, incredible job. You know, he's a loves University of Wyoming. We do more with less. That's his attitude. He takes such pride. You feel it as a coach. I love the article that Kevin McKinney just did on John Easterbrook. John Easterbrook has had a lot to do with with our success with true golf tournaments, his philanthropy. You know, just what what he means in the world of golf. You know, he played high school sports, grew up in Laramie, Wyoming. There's no one that loves the Universal Army more than John Easterbrook. That's contagious. So you can tell that resonates with an individual like me. And if you think about a coach having that passion for the University of Wyoming, your players get it. You know, your players feel it. And it's, what, what does that mean? It, it, it does mean that they're just a little more grateful, a little more appreciative, a little more understanding of the opportunity and, and, I just love that feeling. It's it's so wonderful, as you guys know, to be able to coach and to be around a group of young men and women who are grateful, appreciative, prideful, maybe have a little chip on your shoulder. That is a lethal combination. And, you know, in every program, in every institution has pros and cons, goods and bads, things that, things that go well, things that don't, things that you have to overcome. And... I, you know, you can tell by the tone of my voice and that I'm so, and even through, I would say this, even through this pandemic, our leadership and our people and our support, it's just been a 10 and can't solve a lot of problems. I mean, 
the world is the world right now, but I'm so thankful to be at a place like the University of Wyoming right now that is so looks that looks after the student athletes. The student athlete experience is the number one focus. Uh, looks after their coaches, the support, short term and long term. It's just a it's just a really neat deal. That's pretty cool. You mentioned the McGuffies. Uh, Ryan and Megan's dad was my principal when I was in elementary school, so that's pretty cool over in Cheyenne. Um, you touched a little yep. bit on the pandemic. I just, golf is one of the few sports where you can really I mean, socially distance yourself. How does that fare for golf during this time, this crazy time we're going through? Is you know that's that's just a loaded question. Uh, it's interesting. I'm not sure what will happen. I think presidents and athletic directors understand and administrators do understand golf is something that you can do. Um, I don't know where this will all come. I mean, I, I would love to be on this phone call right now and this podcast saying, Hey, we're, we are, we are, we are full go. We're playing college football. We're golf. We got a full schedule. Yeah. I don't know where it's going to end up. Um, I think we're hopeful that there's good things happen, you know, cross your fingers, but I'll just comment on, I know we, I know we can do it and do it safely, have certain measures and certain protocols. The players know how to do it. Uh, not to say that it's a zero issue, but again, it, it can be done without, with very little disturbance. And, uh, and I know that the golf community understands that. And I think we're all hopeful because the kids are the kids have an appetite for competition, um, maybe more so, maybe more so. I think it's men's and women's golf is one that through that. But I can tell you, being a golf professional at Jacoby Golf Course in Laramie, um, it's been a mental health deal in Laramie, Wyoming. Playing golf, I mean, there's a lot of analytics in our business are, that are up, and members are playing more golf. Obviously, people are traveling less. People are enjoying golf. Our tournaments have have greater greater interest. I think people the mental health issue, and I, I really say that doesn't not quirky. I just think people want to be part of something. People want to be part of something positive. And, and I would say not only golf, but the University of Wyoming athletics. And this is a message sent 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 from Tom Berman long ago. People want to cheer for college athletics. People want to be part of something. So. Not only golf, guys. I think it's just college athletics, and specifically for us, it's universal Wyoming athletics. And that's a, that's a feeling and a position I don't take lightly. I know the enjoyment, or the, just the small sliver of responsibility and enjoyment that I possess. And I'm going to do everything I can to not only affect our players, because I want them to have an enjoyable experience, but then their fans and our and our donors and the many people that support not only universal Wyoming golf, but universal Wyoming athletics. I think I feel that sense of responsibility. We talked about cheering, and I want to finish up with two quick questions here. I want to know, what is your golf coaching style like? You see some college coaches, no matter what the sport is, it seems like they're living with every snap, every pitch, every free throw, then some are laid back. What is your coaching style? You know, um, I'll say this. So I, I, I'm an, I've been doing it almost 20 years, and, and you learn a lot. And I've coached and overcoached and undercoached. 
So I think if you ask my players, they'll say this about me. Um, now, I love sports and I love the game. And it's, I'm kind of a unique dude that the thing that I've gotten better as an athlete, as I've got a little older, for sure, it, it, I, I've turned myself. I'm, I'm a better player now than I was 20 years ago. And that just, who knows why that is, but I've gotten a little smarter, a little more confident in the game. But I coach like that. And I would like to say I'm a player's coach. I, now, look, I, I understand TrackMan. We have TrackMan. We have all of the technology. But I, I, I'm a basic guy. I'm a basic, humble, simple, analytic, golf course management kind of guy. I think of anything else, I think the players will tell you that they love to play for me because I let them play. Um, you know, you're going to make some mistakes, but you get a lot of reps for me. You get a lot of, you know, I, I'm going to give you a great example. We played a tournament, our first tournament this spring, was another, it's called the Prestige. It's hosted by Stanford. There may have been, again, I use the 15. There was 20 teams. They all felt like they were top 20. But, but you know, Tim Harkins can tell you how many top 20 teams were there. It was our first tournament out of the gate. And we didn't play that well. And, we just, again, it's our first tournament out of the gate. It was the first tournament of a two, you know, back-to-back tournament. So I had a kid, Tyler Severin. He played poorly. Um... If he didn't finish last, he didn't beat many kids, okay? And he's a sophomore, great kid. He's played a lot of tournaments for us. But a lot of programs, guys, when you, fin- I mean, when you finish last in a tournament, and I have extra players on the road, um, you, might, you might be sit down. You might make a change in the lineup. And I'm not to tell you that I didn't think about it, but I will tell you four days later, he won our tournament. He went from worst to first. My point of that, it's not rocket science, is that I like to say that uh, I believe in kids. I understand this game. You're not going to play well every round. You're not going to play well every tournament. And I think that's why we develop players to a higher level. Um, I think we take a lot of kids. I think one thing we do a really good job of is that I can say we take mid-level talent, the right kids, and they become all conference kind of players. You know, I feel proud. We had five kids who were academic All-Americans. You know, but we're right on the edge of turning one of those kids or two of those kids into what I call true All-Americans, just as players, just as top players. But I think it's just, it's sort of a, for lack of a better term, kind of a work your way through it, a blue-collar approach. And I think I'm very transparent about that. I'm not going to, you know, out-science anybody. I'm not going to, we just, there's a manual of the way we do things. And and I like the way we do it. And I think I'm pretty consistent in, in the way we do that. Well, I liked hearing that. I'll, I'll wrap it up there. That way I have something for the next time we talk. I'll, I'll save a little something in the tank here. Really appreciate it. University of Wyoming men's head golf coach, Joe Jensen. Thank you for your time, and good luck with the rest of the tournament this weekend. Hey, guys. Thank you very much for having me on. I appreciate it. Hey, we're back, and I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Joe Jensen. What a guy. Didn't know much about the University of Wyoming men's golf program heading into that interview, and I came out feeling like an expert and Saved a few questions, saved a few bullets in the chamber. Can't wait to ask those next time. 
we get a chance to talk to Coach Jensen. But right now, we're going to talk about the high school kids. We've been trying to spotlight them. We don't have a kid this week to spotlight individually. So we're just going to talk about heading into this high school sports ball season. Robert's got a bunch of information that he wants to give you about this season. I just want to say keep wearing a mask so these kids can keep having a chance to play high school sports this fall. Yeah, that'll suck for these high school kids not have that one season. They only Most of those kids only get to play four seasons of high school sports and almost none of them, I mean, really get to go play college, you know, so big loss for them. Anyway, we got fall sports starting practice Monday, August 10th. Football, volleyball, tennis, golf. What am I missing? I don't know what I'm missing off the top of my head right now. It's early. But I know tennis slated to have a tournament next Saturday. Hopefully they can get through. Hopefully they can get permission to play. I know tennis, you can kind of somewhat socially distance, right? Football is going to be tough. Yeah. Talking to a couple football coaches, everything is looking good right now, but, you know, it's just that one, one case turns into 10 cases and just disrupts the whole entire football season for everybody. So, you know, everybody just wear your mask, like David said. Another big thing, American Legion State Baseball State Tournament is going on right now. I know Post 6 is tearing it up over there in Rock Springs. They have uh, gone 2-0 and in the first two rounds of the tournament. And outscored their opponents twenty-four to zero. Casper and Evanston, just rolling through the state over there in Rock Springs. Well, that's all our high school sports news in the state of Wyoming. We'll be back again next week. I will be in a much better mood because we will not record this early, hopefully ever again. And Robert. We'll have more high school sports news for us heading into the fall as practices and kids return to school and all of those things happen this month. So look forward to talking to you again next week. As always, please, please keep rating and reviewing the podcast. We really appreciate everyone who has done so, so far. It means the absolute world to us it is a great deal of pleasure to see a rating and a review anew on the yo sports podcast so really appreciate those people as well as if you want to throw a few shekels it doesn't hurt to throw a few shekels our way at the link in the description you can also follow myself on twitter at Mr. David Graff. You can follow Robert on Twitter, as always. 
at rmunoz307. Holding it down for the people of Wyoming. I'm telling you, he's more excited about high school sports coming back and being able to cover and contribute them at Wyo Sports than he would have you believe. But he is stoked for that. So I'm excited for him for that opportunity this fall. And I can't wait to hear more about the pieces that he ends up writing and things of that nature. So other than that, if I'm missing something, feel free to chime in, Robert. But I don't think I'm missing anything other than shout out to Shakewell for the music. Talk to you next week. Can't question my love.